Hey, I'm Dustin. And I'm Steve. This is the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We are your number one irreverent look at photography. Dustin, I'm so glad to be here with you tonight. Tonight. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? You doing okay? How, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? <laughs> oh, I'm tired. I'm real tired. Um, for people who don't know, uh, Jen and I welcomed another baby into the world, and uh, Jen is not getting much sleep. I'm getting more sleep than Jen, a lot more, but I'm still not getting as much sleep as I would like. You know, like how they say you should get eight hours of sleep a night. Well, that's like if everything comes together, falls right in place, uh, I might get that like once a month. But... Um, <laughs> Most nights I'm rocking four to six hours. It's been great though, because uh, if I pass out on the couch at two in the afternoon, my loving wife um, doesn't uh, get mad at me for that. So, um, yeah. There you go. That's always a plus. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to help out as much as I can, but you know, it's there's only so much you can do in the middle of the night for the baby when you know uh, the baby's not a 100% bottle fed baby. You know. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of, uh, Jen waking up in the middle of the night and me. Have you, have you tried though? Have you tried to breastfeed the baby? Uh, because yeah, from, mean... from my Dr. Uh, Fokker, uh, documentary I watched, uh, many millennium ago, uh, if it's got nipples, it can feed. I think that's you what he milk said. It. Milk it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just curious, perhaps if you just didn't put forth the effort like your wife. Well, you know, I do try to milk my own nipples from time to time, but I think until milk shows, um, it would be considered some form of weird uh, hunger abuse to do that that to a child. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, my my nipples are hairy, bud. They're hairy. I'm just that's what wax just, is for, bud. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, oh, Jen and I. Um, when we were first married, she convinced Use me I wax. should try it like to wax, uh, I think it was my chest or something. And Your entire yeah. body is what I saw. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, eventually we got there, but, um, no, it was, it's, it was a painful and I did not like it. And, um, never, never, um, never did that again. What you saw was just, you know, a normal shave down. Cause I used to swim in high school and like, you mm-hmm. know, I know how to get rid of that hair. Yeah. But not the nipple hair. That's not the, only the nipple hair. hair. Can leave. And not the not the eyebrow hairs anymore either. Not like in high school when my brother tricked me. Mm, fun times, fun times. So other than having a baby, which no one really cares about, um, what's new with you, Stephen? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> what's uh, I, any? I was just curious if you had any like short term memory loss, uh, walking with maybe a limp. Um, mm. after you tease the listeners that I Ooh. attempted to murder you in Chicago. Well, I, I would say, you know, if, if you wanted, let, let's say there's another photographer that you're jealous of, say a mm-hmm. real, uh, for you, Dustin, we'll say a real Steve type, you know, just <laughs> handsome, yes. handsome devil. voice, uh, really, really a banger, uh, in the, in the camera sack, you know, uh, just really banging out those good images. Um, mm-hmm. but let's he's, say you re- he's really good it. with raw. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> raw dog. In it. Not a JPEG uh, kind of guy. Not, no, no, he, he's not compressed at all down there. Um, let's say you wanted to get rid of that person. So yes. I, was, I was thinking let's about like w- what you would do to get rid of that person. Um, mm-hmm. and I think like 
you probably would want to isolate them from their friends and family. So make them go to another city, maybe in another state entirely, a state that you could flee shortly after, um, you know, taking care of that business. Um, you'd probably want to, you know, get them close to a body of water or some other thing that could, you know, wash away most of the physical evidence on their body. Um, mm-hmm. so that, you know, the, the police wouldn't have anything to look at once they found the body. And, 100%. um, You'd probably want to be able to set things up like uh, maybe it was an accident of some sort. Right. And when I thought about all those things, it really clicked in my mind that you were trying to kill me. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Not trying to kill you. Because you... (laughs) I want to have this on record for the police. Um, (laughs) So one day when my body does come up um, missing uh, after shooting a wedding with you, they know that I was suspicious ahead of time and that I foolishly made the mistake of trusting you again with my life, which was a huge mistake. Um, Yeah, why don't you walk the listeners uh, through what happened, Stephen? Walk the listeners through what happened. So Dustin convinced me. He lured me with the promise of riches um, to the um, the beautiful jewel of the Midwest that is Chicago, Illinois, the Windy and, uh, City. Yeah, and uh, there was no, was there's it a, windy? <laughs> yeah, there's a promise of you know riches. There's a promise of you know just anything my heart desired. I, I like Starbucks, didn't promise um, you that you would get wet. I a ride sitting. in a Tesla. Well, you promised me I'd get wet, but it was going to be a different kind of wet. You know what I'm saying? Wink. Um, Oysters. <laughs> oh, if only we had time. But you lured me out onto a bridge in Chicago for the shot. You're like, Steve, we got to do this one for the gram. And then you're like, Steve, stand there and hold this light for me. And then you jumped up on top of a bridge. Unbeknownst to me, with only one camera, not with two of your cameras. And Mm -hmm. the place where you had set that other camera was directly directly behind behind me. At which point, I believe you said, Steve, I need you to move the light back a little farther. I I feel like that was said, right? Right. I I don't think so. You you treated me like a light stand, like you so often do to uh, your wife and other people who shoot with you. And you gave me a light and just said, hold this and shine it on them. Um, And so I, I went to take a step back, you know, just trying to help out my good friend Dustin on top of this rusty metal bridge in downtown Chicago. Uh, at which point my foot hit what was a camera, but I had no idea. Um, and then I, I don't really remember what happened next. My, everything you just goes threw your there. body back. <laughs> and yeah. this was not like just any ordinary bridge. This was like a steel like bridge like a solid steel bridge. So Steven throws his body back, um, trying to avoid what I think he must have thought was a cat or something, um, and goes head first into the bridge. And because it's steel and metal and aluminum and all of these things, the sound of Steven's... Steel, not aluminum. Steel. ...body hitting, just reverberated all along the coast of Chicago, where people were <laughs> flocking... Over to call an ambulance, and Stephen was like, "No, nah, I'm good, but I don't want to get up. I just want to lay here for a while <laughs> in this dazed-like state." So no one really knew if Stephen was okay or not. But needless to say, we continued photographing 
for yeah. like 30 more minutes. <laughs> Dustin was like, well, Steve's hurt. So I guess we should push on and keep doing photos. Steve, can you uh, get over here with that light? Get behind them for me. Get down on your knees behind them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Steve. Steve, just keep on chugging away, bud. I, I, we do have to preface, though, that like this was one of those weddings where like anything that could have gone wrong pretty much went wrong. Um, and so this was just sort of the icing on the cake that Steve should die at this wedding. Almost die. Almost. Keyword. This is actually a clone I had created in yeah. the uh, possibility that he did perish well yeah i was i was mostly dead we had to go to miracle max he gave me a pill coated in chocolate you know brought me back but you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. now he has hairless nipples i mean hair hairy nipples that was one side effect <laughs> one's hairy one's hairless <laughs> <laughs> one has chocolate milk strawberry milk anyways <laughs> uh but you survived and you got to photograph with the world-renowned photographer uh dustin mckibben so there's that. There's a world-renowned you, photographer there? Yeah. Um, so you can add that to your LinkedIn and mm-hmm. your Twitter profile. But and but doesn't the concussion wasn't the only way you tried to kill me, which, by the way, I did go to my doctor, and it was confirmed it was a concussion. Fun times. Yeah. There um, you go. You also tried to kill me another way at that wedding. I, I don't know if you remember that. Um, but a few days later, I get a phone call from you. Just, just let me know, just cash casually that the videographers who we'd spent the whole day with, uh, um, they came down with COVID, you know, no biggie, no biggie. Uh, they just, they caught COVID at the wedding. Also, um, several other people who had been attending the wedding also caught COVID was, was the bride one of the people who caught COVID? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. bride caught COVID. So the people we were around most of the day, the bride, bridesmaids videographers most, uh, most of the bridal party parents yeah. of the bridal party yeah they all they all got covid so then i had the fun thing when i got home because i had you know a wedding to shoot that next weekend uh of going out to get covid tested and then also doing a take take takeaway test at my house as well and you were good you were fine well, that's what the vaccine's for but yeah right <laughs> That's right. Oh gosh, it was really funny too because the the videographer, the specific one who um, caught COVID at the wedding, wore came a mask up to me the entire at, day. Came up to me at one point in time during the wedding and said, "It's like they're trying to give us COVID." <laughs> and then he got COVID. and they succeeded. <laughs> yep, <laughs> they succeeded. I think in Chicago, they aren't yet used to the larger wedding gatherings like us from Indiana. So to him, it was a bit of a shocker and it wasn't even like a big wedding in my mind compared to what I'm used to. It's probably like 150 people. Yeah. But 150 people feels like a lot. I mean, most of the weddings Jen and I do would be around 200 people. So right, 150 is not to, that small. Two to 300 is pretty average for me. Yeah. Whew. I got to say though, the, uh, like last three weddings I shot. Yeah. <laughs> The last three what doesn't weddings kill I shot. you makes you stronger, Stephen. Yes. The last three weddings I shot, my second shooter was like, it's it's like people have forgotten that COVID exists. And largely, yeah. I think people have. Yeah. So the wedding I shot right after that one, um, the uh, videographer at that wedding caught COVID too. Jeez, and are people not getting vaccinated? 
No, I think videographers are just a higher risk than photographers. So, I mean, um, you do got to put mics on people. You got to get mm-hmm. up close in their, uh, you know, in their space when you do yeah. that. And specifically, the videographer who caught it at the wedding we were shooting was the person who put the lav mics on. Yeah. But, and that's why you guys should all be shooting with 70 to 200s or 85s <laughs> or 135s, right? That's what I shoot with. Yeah. Oh, you didn't want to give that one away, though? You don't want people to. Uh, to that's the secret style? sauce. That's the secret sauce, the 135. That's my yeah, gravy lens. Get that Makes Dustin everything sauce all over you, listeners. <laughs> I mean, I so I did switch back. Uh, I had some sessions the other week and I had forgotten my 135. And so I used my 85, and which is what I used to use back when I shot Nikon. And I was like, oh, it's just. I don't like this as much. It's not as creamy. It's not as pretty because the 135 is just, it's like in between the 85 and the 70 to 200 in terms of that look and feel mm-hmm. without quite as heavy of a lens as carrying around your 200 millimeter. Yeah. But I mean, nowadays you could just shoot everything with a 50 and then uh, use that Lightroom masking to mask your subject. And just blur I'm not, everything I'm not, else. I'm not. Tr- I'm not tried that out yet. Have you played with that? Yeah. So perfect. I had what are you any- drinking tonight? <laughs> oh, Dustin, tonight I'm drinking a fruity nuggets times two from 450 North down in Columbus, Indiana. Jenna and I went there the other night. We we're looking to get uh, some of that that good, good 450 North pizza, but it was a mm. 45 minute wait to get into the place and. Uh, an hour and 15 minutes after we showed up was when they finally texted us to say that it's table ready. And by that time we'd been gone for about 45 minutes. So. Man, oh man. But I'm, I picked I'm, up some beers before I left. You know what I'm saying? What so is that like a, is that, hold on. Is that like a fruity beer? Is that what you said? No, it's, so it's called fruity nuggets, but it's a, it's a diva. So it's a double dry hopped, uh, Double India Pale Ale with Strata, Citra, and Galaxy Hops. Sh- show me, the, show me the can as if I would be able to see it. It looks yep, like a it's Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. It's just blurry. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> it, it looks like the Fruity Pebbles logo, kind of. Um, so you would think it would be fruity, especially because 450 North is known for like slushy, like beers and like sour, oh. like smoothies sort of things. But sounds no, delicious. Just, uh, just an IPA. Well, I got some of the uh, these slushies in the fridge. But if I drink those without Jen, she'll probably kill me. So I am drinking a one of the beers I got from our trip to Tennessee called Bearded. It's a, the brewery is called Bearded Iris Brewing Company from Nashville, mm. Tennessee. And it is uh, Everclear. Nice. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's just an ale, but it's, uh, it's a double dry hop ale. Which um, is what mine is as well. It's also double dry hopped. Oh, there you go. <gasps> oh, besties. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty delicious. Um, share this in another podcast episode, but um, this was the beer I drank right before I got sick all throughout my vacation. It was delightful. Nice. So, Are you hoping to get sick this whole next week? You done with those Santa sessions? Just yeah. going to be puking it all up. Uh, we got more Santa sessions to go, but we'll talk about that later, I guess. Yeah. But, but yeah, you want to, uh, we'll, let's, we'll drop a link in the show notes, uh, for the Chicago wedding. If anyone wants to 
wants to see a Steve Dustin mashup wedding and how that looks. If, if anyone wants to see what um, it looks like when Steve is really reeling, uh, both of his elbows are just bruised to hell and also scabbed over. And his head uh, has a giant bump on it, like giant bump, and he can't sleep at night afterwards. Um, and also he feels dizzy when he walks. Um, if you want to see what Steve's photos look like when he's in that state, you can hit Dustin up because I don't have them anymore. But. <laughs> There's one point in time after that whole me getting a concussion thing where we were walking across a crosswalk and you're like, hey, Steve, you got a 35 on, on your camera, right? Okay, I want you to get some shots of the couple from behind as they walk across this crosswalk. And Dustin, did you use a single one of those shots or were they all 100%. just so blurry? They were so blurry, but I used one of them just because <laughs> the couple was the one who asked for the photo. And I had only brought... A super, super wide and a 135. And maybe I had a 50. Maybe it wasn't a 35, but either way. You had like something in between like what I had. And and I was just like, oh, Steve, can you just like snag this photo of the two of them walking? Because they were like, oh, can you get a photo of us from behind like walking? And I'm like, sure. And I had the light, so I was like, I'll light him while Steve shoots it. <laughs> Steve can barely see straight, and he's kind of like staggering around like he's on meth. But, but it'll be good. good times. Yeah, it really was a bummer, too, because Steven and I had this whole plan of like hitting up the fancy swanky bar at the hotel and like drinking high-class bourbon. And then Steven was like, I probably should just be on a diet of advil and i need to tylenol. sleep sitting up in case i died from a brain bleed tonight oh it's good times man good times and then i, I had to leave convinced. him at like 6 a.m and i was like he might be dead in that bed <laughs> i was fairly convinced i didn't have a concussion and that was uh that that was erased from my mind when i got back to indiana and saw my doctor and he was like you definitely had a concussion <laughs> Only you knew how hard you hit the bridge. Like <laughs> I didn't know anything, Dustin. I blacked out. The last thing I remember was my foot hit something and I saw your face. And then the next thing I knew, I was getting up. I was opening my eyes on the ground and a police officer was born coming again. up and trying born to get again, me to go to the Steven. hospital with him. You were born again. Yeah. Born again. Yeah. And And you were asking me, you were like... <laughs> I was really afraid you're going to like put your hand back behind your head and it's just going to be blood. <laughs> yeah. You were so scared. Well, it's, if I, I had died, you would have dumped my body in the river. Wouldn't you? <laughs> well, the photos had to go on. Like, you know, as a wedding <laughs> photographer that like at the end of the day, you know, the couple's day has to preserve some sense of normalcy especially with the day that these guys had. So a let's, uh, let's, let's look at the show art show, show art for this one. I'll put uh, the photo that got me killed as the show art. So people can see if it was worth me almost dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like this, uh, the couples, the brides hair and makeup team were running like way behind. No, no normal or no news news there, but um, they're unbeknownst to me. Cause I was just, terrible at like checking the weather there was like a huge rainstorm headed towards us 
And we but had we this... were supposed to be done outside right. before we, we got there, but they were the running photos. so late. Correct. So we had planned this first look. Steve was there with the guys. Um, beautiful location. Um, and I picked the location. So there's a little bit of pressure on me to make the location awesome. And we finally get there through hell and high water. The bride leaves the best man behind to get on the trolley to get there. And the best man is coming with the umbrellas. With the umbrellas. <laughs> and so we get to the first look location. We do the first look. Uh, and then as soon as the first look is over, it's like the first look is on the water. Um, so you're seeing the storm just rolling at you. Um, and it's just like, oh shit, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And I'm like, we can hammer through these optimist in me. He's like, we can get these photos done. And then it just, it doesn't just start trickling rain. It just like months. And my camera has still not been the same, like ever since that wedding. My cameras are fine because, you know, Canon, but weather sealed. No, it's the hot (laughs) shoe. I've been having a lot of trouble with my hot shoes. Mm. Yeah, but send them in once wedding season is over, if it ever ends. It's um, over for me, buddy. Should we should we answer some questions? Yeah, yeah. Let's do some questions. Hit them up. Let's do some Q and A. But but Steve. All right, Donnell, Donnell, Donnell from a random Facebook group asked this, Stephen. Okay, question. Let me lay out the story. Said photographer comes to do session, pays for session, signs contract, gets all your info, shoots session. They sign a full release with face on all mediums. Does not come for reveal after many scheduled appointments. Does not purchase anything. Six months later, decides they are doing boudoir session and is now spouting on social media how their said boudoir photographer is using their images without permission and is shady as hell. Now, you have since removed all their images over two months ago because you just realized that they were not a true client and remove them from your pr- private group and Instagram and they just realized it what would you do did you track that at all or were you just reading it with your eyes glazed partially over <laughs> no I tracked it so essentially somebody paid for a session uh, did the session and then Danelle obviously does in person sales post session and they never mm-hmm. showed up to do the a uh, sales session and because they signed the release Danelle was using their photos as like advertisements for boudoir yeah. sessions okay and, and yeah and they were like whoa we never said you could use our photos Donnell this is some shady shady shit right here I'm spouting about you on my social TikTok media <laughs> I'm about to do a reel about you, Donnell. About you, how you shady. Like if the sun came out, you'd be in the shade. <laughs> Might have to get some sunglasses on because you so shady. 
That's not how it works. They're just glasses because I don't need full sunglasses because you're so shady. Yep, yep, because you're in the shade, right? You don't need shades because you're in the shade. I want to take you, Danelle, to the water park because then I won't have to put the sunblock on because, Danelle, you're so shady. Something like that, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, this is that's perfect. I think that's definitely probably how this uh this person was talking afterwards. <laughs> that their boudoir session after after that. So yeah. um, the question he asked was so after realizing that they've been spouting out about his shadiness on the socials, uh he removed all their stuff because it just wasn't worth the energy. And after about two months of that, the client realized that he's banned them from his private group and his Instagram. What would you do? I wish you would have given a little information about like how they found out. Uh, so yeah, no, he's, he's actually saying two months before this person started spouting off about how their boudoir photographer was, uh, using images without permission and was shady as hell. Two months before this whole thing happened was when Donnell removed the images from their website because they realized, oh, we don't actually know if this person was a real client because they didn't show up for anything. They didn't, you know, pay for any of that stuff. Um, and so this person has now, two months after the removal of that stuff, realized, oh, that stuff's gone. And now is like getting upset about it and mad, which doesn't doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, but yeah. whatever. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna chalk this up to uh, whatever. <laughs> I think. I think. I think. What you would do mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. um, you would just take to your social media, and you would start talking about how your client was shady as hell, <laughs> and how they didn't show up to any of the uh, the sessions that you were doing. And maybe every time that they um, posted something, you just post an image with a, yeah, one of your watermarks it. on it, where they just look, you know. It was a boudoir shoot, so just an image where they look really, really good. Um, you know, maybe it was like just the right, uh, you know, light, or maybe it was just like the the cutest outfit in the world, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just you know, one of those images as, where as I wear typically, nobody yes. could ever look at it and say this is a bad photo. And you just post that, and you're like, hey, uh, still waiting on you. To Make come. it sound sound like a dating yep. type post, like uh, I'm still waiting for you to come <laughs> to me to have that appointment over wine, where I sell you prints of these photos. I mean, the the, the easy way to combat this is if they're not naming you by name on any of the social stuff, and they're not sharing like any of your work or anything. You just block them and move on with life. Mm-hmm. But that's not fun. It's a lot more fun to jump in that comment section and be like, hey, uh, would love to show you the rest of your photos if you just come to your review session. <laughs> Here's my favorite one. Don't you look amazing? Don't you think your friends and family would want to see all the photos from this boudoir session? <laughs> yeah. Should Don't I make think- these public? 
yeah should 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 we should we should we go public with these like ah i feel like i feel like we had something uh like a really good photographer photography relationship um i think that's when you put in your contract that you are best friends with a billboard company and if you don't show (laughs) up to your reveal session that you default purchase a billboard on the busiest highway in all of whatever city or town you live in. Uh, I think as a boudoir photographer, that really is a necessity as uh, contractual agreements go. I can't foresee any way you'd get in trouble for doing that. <laughs> hey, it's, it's in the contract. You know, maybe, uh, maybe we don't have to go with a highway, uh, you know, thing. Maybe we just do Facebook ads with the person um, where we target their customers of their business. We just place it in front of your church. <laughs> target people who are in their boudoir Facebook group <laughs> with your ads with a photo of them. We uh, take out a church bulletin in all of the mega churches in your town, and <laughs> we promote your local dentist with your photo. Oh, I think at the end of the day, all of us are photographers, especially after the year we just all came through. Um, and we're just, you know, we're, we've had a rough time at it. And this year, it's like we're trying to do twice as much work. And we're just being treated like shit by our clients. And we have this sort of feast or famine mentality, more so than we've ever had before as photographers. And I think we're a little bit more, you know, we're sick of it. We're sick of sick of being treated like shit. And it's especially hard to be treated by shit by another photographer, it sounds like. so. Yeah, absolutely. I forgot that point. This was a photographer yep. that booked that. <sighs> I, I hate, I hate, I hate working with other photographers when they... When they try to kill you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had a I had a client a few years ago who was a photographer and uh they had a request that was not covered by the contract and I said, "Hey, uh I can make that happen, but it's going to cost us much money." Um because if you if you want these raw images as opposed to just like the edited images when I'm done, um it it'll cost more money for that. And I got a message back saying like, "Hey, I thought because you were a photographer, you'd understand and um, you could just make this work for me. And I was just like, how? It was really difficult because I wanted to say to this person, like, do you ever give your raw images away for free to anybody, right. to anybody ever? And I was just, I just, uh, you know, I held my ground and I just said, Hey, we're not going to do that. Um, if you want the raw images, you can pay for them. Uh, otherwise, you know, you have the entire gallery that I'm delivering to you. And, uh, I didn't hear anything else from that photographer. And, uh, (laughs) that is the best way that situation could have ended. I feel like, but, um, it does, it does hurt to have somebody think that just because you're, they're also a photographer, like that means they should get some sort of special treatment instead of respecting you. Because I guarantee any photographer I know, if they had somebody like do a, give me special treatment sort of request, I shouldn't have to pay for this because we are whatever, like they would be upset about it. So I don't understand why people make that request. Like... I, and it's funny because like, so we recently tried to uh, book a family session with a photographer and, um, she offered us free raw photos 
And I said, like, no, I, I really, I don't, I don't need those. Like, we are picking you because we like your photos, and we really just want you to edit them. But she was like, no, like, if you bring a memory card, like, I'll shoot to two cards and like just give you the card at the, at the session. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't want to colon edit my like, own session. <laughs> I, I, I'm paying you to do the work here, my dear. Like, this is. <laughs> This is not me, like, because I know if you give me that card, I'm going to go home. I'm going to call those. I'm going to have to edit those because that's just who I am. And then I'm just going to be judging the hell out of your edits. I'm like, oh, I would have pulled those highlights back a little bit more. I would have, you know, maybe yeah. dodged and burned that. Um, but yeah. But yeah. What's the thing Needless you judge most when other people are taking photos of you? Oh, typically how I look. Like we just had a family session done uh, a couple months ago. Uh, we were supposed to get the photos back this week, but we've seen sneak peeks and I've already been like, don't worry about it. Take your time on those photos, my dear, because I'm not using any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I, and it, it was all my fault. I ordered all of my outfit from Amazon and all of it came in sizes that did not fit my body correctly. Why did you wear it then? Uh, so I, well, what I did is I ordered three shirts and three pairs of pants and all of the pants, apparently skinny, uh, pants have gotten skinnier and, or my legs have grown. Skinny Um, pants also aren't in style anymore. Why are you out there in skinny pants? I mean, it wasn't that I was like looking for skinny pants. My wife had wanted a specific color pant. And so I was just trying to find this rust colored pant. And then she, I was like, well, what goes with rust? And so I did a denim shirt. Rusty McKibben. Yeah. So I did. (laughs) Rustin McKibben. Yeah. I ordered some (laughs) denim shirts that apparently were designed for construction workers that like their shirts to their knees and were way too big for me. So I pants that were too tight shirts that were too big. So I defaulted to a a denim shirt that I had already owned. that did not fit anymore because I'm a shy bit bigger than I was two years ago when I bought that shirt. And, uh, yeah, I look, uh, pretty bad. Sorry, bud. That's what Photoshop's for. Send them off to her. (laughs) Do we have a sponsor, a Photoshop sponsor? Yeah. Don't say bespoke bespoke tone. Um, but no, it was, uh, it was just like, it was like the most stressful session and we were running like 20 to 30 minutes late to get to the session. And so we paid for an hour session. We only got like 30, 45 minutes. I think she gave us like a little bit extra at the end, but I, and I felt bad. It was just, I don't know. It just, and we do these sessions, not because really we want photos, but we do them just so we can like more be in the mindset of what our clients are feeling when they come to a session so we can be you know giving them more grace and just kind of thinking like oh man like i know what they've been through like we've gotten three kids ready for family photos before and then forgot all about ourselves in the process and it's just not fun yeah which is why we don't do family photos anymore (laughs) Yeah, we had a Just family kidding. session recently and it was like we were about to leave and then the baby was hungry and it was like, I guess we're not leaving yet. Yep. And that's, that's, oh gosh, 
trying to be anywhere on time with a newborn is just, it's not ever going to happen. There's always something that comes up. Oh, yeah, we're I, about to leave. And then the baby did a diarrhea and now we have to change all of the baby's clothes and the baby's outfit. And we have to swap the car seat out with a different car seat because it happened in the car seat as we were about to leave. Like, mm-hmm. and then we got to wash that car seat. You know, you, you got to get it wet. You can't let that poop set in. And, oh, but that's life, man. That's just life. <laughs> Yeah. Great, great, beautiful, wonderful life. Um, Christopher Withers from our very own Facebook group says, gotta love this email. So many things I would love to ask or mention. Hey there, says the client. Your photography is amazing. Photography or a special day is really important. We would love for you to capture our wedding, but our budget is not very big. We just got done taking a couple vacations, and now we are starting to pay for the wedding. Do you offer any discounts? <laughs> oh, I love this. I love it. that's like saying like, hey, you know, we like to drink Starbucks every day. Do you offer discounts because we have other wow. Wow, Bad you're gonna habits. Go, you're you're gonna go avocado toast on this. Yeah, it's like yeah, we just we just got done on a carnival cruise, not a Royal Caribbean cruise, but a carnival cruise. So I was wondering if we could shave like maybe five hundred dollars off your middle to high package. <sighs> or maybe you could bring a second shooter along, not pay him up front, and then kill him off the bridge. <laughs> maybe save us a little cheddar on the back end maybe yeah, we work together sounds here sounds great um you know i would just write back and be like hey uh yeah no that's great i was actually planning on skipping taking a vacation this year so um i'll i'll, I'll, I'll give you the uh i'm not taking a vacation discount since you took a couple vacations so yeah could, could you take do- a vacation for me you, that you stole a vacation straight out of my calendar and put it into your calendar. So I guess that's life. I love that. Take it a couple of it. So what I've learned, um, how do I say this gracefully? So my sister is getting married. We'll just jump straight into it uh, next year. And she's constantly complaining about how expensive wedding things are and she can't afford things. Um, is this your sister who's also a wedding photographer or no, is this the other no, sister? This is one of the many other sisters I have. Um, <laughs> the many others. So this is the other one. I, I have three sisters. This is one that doesn't get Wait, spoken what? about often. Yeah. Wow. This is and, blowing my mind right now. I'm learning yeah. so much about Dustin. Yeah. Three sisters. Um, two of which are getting married next year. And so she is just always complaining about this. And then we just did a big family vacation to Tennessee and we all went to Dollywood and did the whole thing. And she was like buying the souvenir cups and buying, you know, the, all of the, the things at the Dollywood. And I'm just thinking to myself, like for someone who just got done, like, this morning complaining about the cost of wedding stuff like is also willing to spend $35 on a souvenir cup per family member in her family at Dolly. Like, so it's just kind of like 
made me really think like weddings, people think are expensive, but it's all about how much you prioritize that item in the wedding or like mm-hmm. at all in general. Like it doesn't even have to be just wedding related. Like, like we bought a five by seven photo from Dollywood that was $45. Um, it was Jeez. just like our photo of us as we came into the park. Um, because I was like, oh, I say geez, but I think we charge around $45 for a five by seven. Yeah. It's like, well, and it, and it was like, gosh, it's like, you know, after being in this business for this is like, I think our 15th year, uh, shooting weddings. And I'm just like, you know, how can I get upset that like, this is a solid photo of us five. And that is something that's really hard to get nowadays. And like, yeah. And I'm like, I will pay $45 for that five by seven. Yeah, no, last time Jen went to Disney, she bought the photo pass because she just realized I don't want to be worrying about taking photos with my iPhone when I could just, you know, go up to the photo things wherever and just get photos of me. And and we thought about, we thought about getting the photo pass at Dollywood. And I was like, nah, like, I just, I don't think we're going to ride that many rides with the kids um yeah. being so young and then it's so like because they try to like once you buy the tickets you get the email that's like hey you should really buy the photo pass and as soon mm-hmm. as we walk in the park it's like big banner sorry due to staff shortages like there are limited photographers around the park so there are no photo like no photos for your photo pass and i'm like glad we didn't get the photo pass <laughs> But on the upside, like all the locations where like you would take photos and there'd be like a staff photographer there, you could just like go up and take it with your phone, which was great. But then like you don't all get to be in it, which is the perk of like a photo pass type of thing. Yeah. All right. We got to do one more question. Kenzie Ray McMullen from our very own Facebook group says, question, guys. Hey. She's talking to you and me. The guys. No, we're the, the guys. guys. We're, we're guys, the, man. We could be the gals too, though, Kenzie. Like we we can like answer all things from all perspectives, yeah. right, Steve? <laughs> yeah. 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 We could definitely answer all things from all perspectives, not just the white middle class male perspective. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. don't shoot shoot pigeonhole us. <laughs> Question, guys. I did photos for a pretty major boat company. Wink, their wink. employees kind of like a branding session i charge my normal branding session price as i would for any other business now they're asking for the raws so they can manipulate them on their own wondering what i should charge them for this and how to word it so far i have this i don't wow burps i'm sorry <laughs> about that sir burps a lot yeah i don't usually provide raw files because i don't want or because I don't allow anyone to retouch or edit my photos. With that being said, I would be willing to work out a separate agreement for the raw files. This would be some amount of money for just the raw files of photos I delivered or some amount of money for all the photos I took that day. Please let me know what you would like to move forward with. Help, please. Rustin McKibben, give her some help. Come yeah, on, Rustin. So it's a little different in the corporate world uh, versus like the wedding world. Because in the wedding world, it's like uh, if a bride or groom asks for the raw photos, you know, it's pretty easy to dissuade them when you're like, you don't even have software to open these files. But in the corporate world, oftentimes if they have like an in-house design team or an in-house graphics department, 
it's not uncommon for them to say like, hey, like, you know, we hired you for your look, your style, your editing, all that's good. But in the event, like, you know, we want to use this for something else down the road, we'd like to just for historical sake have everything. And so I will constantly just slap like whatever price I'm feeling at that given moment when they ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just, you just make it high, like, you know, make it worth your while. Um, cause you, if you've already been hired to shoot it, uh, it's not like, you know, they're going to like unhire you. I think they would still hire you again. Um, and I would just charge whatever you feel is worth it for the raw photos. Um, but I like your approach, Kenzie. I like your approach of saying like, Hey, two options, one option, if you want to do a per photo fee, um, or if you want the whole set, uh, they will guarantee, uh, do the whole set because more than likely they're just doing this because they're like, got some designer that's like emailed up to the advertising department and they're like, Hey, uh, we might need these for like a banner we're going to put on this other boat company's website and we want to be able to go in there and like kind of match the colors or or change the colors of the boat if we decide to change things and and stuff like that so i would just make the make the price worth your time like you know if you charged i don't know two thousand dollars for the branding session make it like a thousand bucks for the raw photos yeah Man, I wish now I'd saved my story about the photographer who asked me for the Roth. <laughs> I know. Until now. Way to Man. be relatable, Steve. Oh, gosh. Way to be uh, relatable. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with Dustin about that. Uh, the other thing I would say you could say is, hey, um, I was just curious if you were wanting what, what the edits were you were wanting made. And you could also offer to charge them a price for you to do the edits if you don't want to send the raws over. Um, and you could say, hey, uh, that's great. But going forward, if we're going to do edits on this, um, you have to go through me because I don't allow other people to edit my photos, which is an option. Um, and I don't know how that'll work out for you, but um, sometimes it works out really well. And then you become, you know, somebody who gets more work because you're changing the colors of the lines on the boat from one year to the next or whatever. Um, or you just tell them to piss off because you don't want to do corporate work anymore. You know what I'm talking about? You know, uh, everybody wants that sweet, sweet corporate money. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't especially, argue with you. Especially there. boats. Boats are fun. I've always wanted to do a boat shoot. Yeah. I did one in Michigan. Uh, what was that last year? I'm losing all track of time. Um, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Wedding Cover Podcast. I'm sorry, were you going somewhere with that? It sounded like you were just trying to remember a shoot you did, like you yeah. didn't have a story there or anything. No, it just did some some shots of some boats. Uh, of if you love the show, please leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> we're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Rustin is at Rustin McKibben, and I'm at Stephen Van Alk. We have an awesome Facebook group. You should join. Just search for the Wedding Hangover. If you want more content, you can also join us over on patreon go to patreon.com slash wbh thanks for listening and we'll see you next time your head is pounding your limbs feel like dead weight and your tire being aches for the sweet embrace, embrace of, death. of death that's right next week after you shoot another, another wedding, wedding.
What a good, Dustin. Real quick before we go. What a, what a good, what a God, what a good. Uh, we're just kind of coming. I don't see. I don't know with this episode, Steve, if we're like two months ago talking or if we're now or where we are in time. Live, live in the now. What a good now. Uh, we're just coming to the end of fall. We're, we're finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, finally feeling like we're getting almost caught up and uh, trying to stay alive. How about you? How about you, Steve? What a good um, father what a good of three. Right well, uh, what a good it was Dustin artfully cutting me off after asking me about the Lightroom masking. That was, uh, that, that graced my heart. Um, it's beautiful. I felt like a Steve move. I felt like a yeah, Steve it's, move. It's beautiful. I, I, you know what? I'm so proud of you, my, my, my podcast partner. I'm so proud of you. Uh, but Lightroom masks are actually really good. I did use them on an engagement shoot. They wanted like fall colors and it was down in Brown County and, uh, we weren't actually and Fall has fall. been terrible this year. Yeah. All yeah. So when, when we got there, most awful. of the, most of the trees were like, uh, like a, a little bit, like they're mostly green with like a little bit of yellow orange in them. So for their entire engagement session, I used the, uh, select subject mask and then I inverted it and, uh, boosted the, uh, saturation a little bit and boosted the colors a little bit in the leaves. So it did actually look like fall and the client freaking loved it. So it's a, it's a big lifesaver for me. To you're lie like, you're to like, don't everybody worry. who don't looks worry at my about reality. Don't worry about reality, client. Like I am the altered reality photographer. Yeah. Your yeah, wedding. No. So now, now going into their wedding, they're gonna have this expectation. Like, oh, oh, we wanted snow in our July wedding, Stephen. And Stephen, can you make it rain with snow in our wedding photos with all of your magic? Yeah, and then I'll be like, hey, yeah, cool. Uh, let me pull up those new neural filters in Photoshop, and I can just click the uh, winter landscape button, and that'll uh, take care yeah. of it for yeah. me. Yes, Stephen, I want it to look like snow in all of them, Stephen, even the inside ones for a three-hour Catholic mass, Stephen. Yeah, don't worry. Photoshop can take care of it. <laughs> it's going to cost this much more money. Thanks. But, but Stephen, I've heard you are the bespoke of tones, Stephen. You can just d d dynamite all of the photos that you give us with like the four colors you did in September. It's been delightful podcasting with you this week, Dustin. I will see you soon. Bye. Goodbye, Stephen. It was so fun to talk to you at this time and place. Son of a bitch. You mother button son of a bitch. <laughs> this has been Christopher Watkins signing off. Christopher Walken with some sort of weird speech impediment. <laughs> Not a real speech impediment, some sort of made up weird one. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, Stephen. You sound like a drunk Christopher Walken. That's what I'm saying. That's it's your speech impediment. It's been drunk. A very good beer from a very good Tennessee brewery. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs.